Are you interested in starting a career in Web3, but you don't know exactly where to start because you're not someone who can write a smart contract or do blockchain development? Well, today we're going to dive into five paths into Web3 that do not require you to write smart contracts or be some sort of technical founder. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real world value. So there are many different ways into Web3. There's all sorts of aspects. Of course, with NFT projects, there's a lot going on with communities, there's events, and there are so many different areas. There's art, there's music, there's sports. So really, there are millions of paths into Web3. However, what I'm going to do is just break it down into a handful of different categories. And since I was speaking about NFTs and events, why not go to event planners? Because it is very hard to find people that know how to put together an event that will appeal to Web3 audiences. So a lot of people like to focus on only the technical aspects, say trying to code, trying to start something, do some sort of new DeFi protocol or whatever it might be. But something as simple as event planning you'd be surprised how it could actually open up the door into Web3 because we are a very specific audience. We have different tastes. There's a culture. There's a language for Web3. So when someone's trying to put together an event for an audience that they don't fully understand, it could be very difficult because a lot of times these founders for these projects and various things that might be trying to put on some sort of in-person meetup or whatever it might be, they want to outsource it. They want to get people that are professionals at running events because it's not easy, right? No one can just get up and say, plan an event for a few thousand people without having a lot of headaches. And a lot of times it's just better to find people that do that for a living. Now, it is a very competitive market, but one of the easiest things to do in order to stand out in competitive markets is to niche yourself down or niche yourself down and tailor to a specific audience. So in the case of Web3, if you're the event planner that is known for doing Web3 events, NFT community meetups and different hackathons and so forth and just making it fun, but also you understand Web3, you're going to stand out from all the other event planners. So especially if you are in one of the major cities in California, in New York, Miami, uh, any of these areas really that you can put together something like this, it'd be a great way to brand yourself and stand out from all the other event planners that they might want to outsource to. Number two, a little bit on the technical side, but more so in the design side, but a graphic designer. Because with these events, there's going to be flyers, there's going to be business cards, there's going to be banners, just pretty much everywhere that you go. People like to think that print is dead, but that is not true. If you ever go to a conference, and it's not just in Web3 or just any other industry, but these conferences, there's a lot of paperwork. Well, somebody has to design that. So if you are specific and you know that everything that you're doing as far as your design and the work is catering to Web3 audiences, your website speaks that language, you clearly know the type of graphics to put on there. It just makes the job so much easier for one of these project founders to hire you. So if you brand yourself as the Web3 graphic designers, you're going to see the door open up that a lot of projects are going to start to come to you. And that's really because they have the complete faith and trust that you understand the culture. Again, you understand the audience. So rather than having to go out and find uh, somebody that might be very good at design but has no clue what's going on in Web3 and having to teach them all of the different aspects of it, if you're already in the community, you understand what's going on here and you have the design skills, well, if you set yourself up as the graphic designer or the website builder for Web3 projects, you're going to be known in that way. And that could be with really anything, any kind of design services or whatever. If you brand yourself and specify that this is what you do, Web3, you're going to stand out from all the other ones in a competitive market. 
Number three, anything to do with business development. So if you actually know how to run a for-profit business and you are in the management side of things, you're not really technical, but you know how to balance the checkbook and keep everything in the green, well, that could be a skill because a lot of these Web3 teams, they do not have that on there. And the NFT side, a lot of them are very artsy, if you will, or more so on the creative side have ambitions to use their IP and all sorts of different things, building communities, but not so much with the dollars, right? So balancing the budget, making sure everything is in line and that is a sustainable project, it is very difficult. And then when you go over to the blockchain teams and the DeFi protocol people, like they are more technical. They're more so looking at the hardware and how the code and everything else works and not necessarily looking at the dollars, making sure everything is balanced out. So someone who is in business development understands how to manage a business will be a very valuable asset to any of these Web3 teams so that they can actually focus on building rather than doing all the tedious, boring stuff that they're not really interested in. They want to change the world and build the future. So having someone in their midst, in their circles that understands them, their goals, speaks their language, and then can also then navigate and negotiate with people and do contracts and those sorts of things, that is very valuable. And speaking of that, if you're speaking about contracts, legal and accounting, that is another area where people could get into Web3. I've seen people that have specified and labeled themselves as the crypto lawyer or the crypto accountant. And it's a great tactic because the regulation and the taxes and everything within this space is being made up. The politicians and everyone is trying to figure this out themselves. However, when it comes to these people that are building, they still have to have their contracts. They have to know how to cover themselves. Just today, if you're following the news, the SEC, once again, is just going crazy as far as how they're trying to regulate crypto assets and trying to put everything under uh, one roof, if you will. It's like the SEC and Gary Ginzer are trying to go way above, even be more powerful than the government of the United States. But that is another topic in itself. Lawyers that can navigate all of that and speak that language and, and work on behalf of a Web3 team is invaluable at this point because the way it looks with Gary Ginsler and the SEC, it could get out of hand pretty quickly. So to have someone that really understands everything as is being developed, because remember, a lot of this stuff is actually not on the books. These are just policies that are being thrown out, mandates, if you will. And, you know, a lawyer that can navigate that and say, no, don't worry about that. That's not a law and so forth is very valuable. Same thing with accounting. How are these things going to be taxed? Well, is this an asset as far as something that's going to need licensing regulations? Um, is this going to be taxed as a collectible? Things of that nature is something that an accountant could do. So specifying, again, the legal side and the accounting side, a lot of times are going to overlap. The accountants could work with the legal side. And there's many accountants that are actually lawyers because some of that stuff actually overlaps, especially when you come to finance and taxation and what have you. So specifying and really branding and again, niching down and saying, I work with NFT protocols. I work with NFT projects. I work with DeFi protocols and so forth. It's just a great way to stand out and you already speak the language, you're in the community and paving your way into Web3. And of course, now, the fifth way you could do it is marketing. One of the things that I'm passionate about, I like to say that I'm a digital explorer, a marketer, teacher. I mean, I like various aspects of it, but what I went to school for is actually marketing. Now, 
Mind you, 99.99% of the things that I learned about marketing was not taught to me in school. And if I could go back in time, I would not majored in marketing. I would have learned everything online because most of what I learned was either on YouTube, various courses that I purchased online and books and so forth. But that is another topic in itself. If you are in marketing, whether or not you went to school for it doesn't matter because some of the best marketers I know came straight out of high school. And if you can really prove that you can get results, whether it is building funnels, building email lists, you get sales, you can actually get interest, you can uh, put copy down that gets people to act, whether it is signing up for something or actually spending money showing up in person, all those skills are very valuable because NFT teams in particular are always trying to get people to become interested in their project. But that is across the board, straight across Web3, whether it is a coin that's being developed, a new blockchain that needs developers to come onto it and start building some great things. They're going to need people that can market, get people interested in that and not just speaking the tech language. Well, they're going to have to put that in an exciting way that translate down to the average person or the person that just might not be paying attention to that. They could be very well technical, but they're only focused on, let's say, Solana. However, some amazing thing happens over on Cardano. Well, guess who has to communicate that? It's not going to be the development team. It's not going to be the tech people. It's going to be the marketers. So if you are branded as a Web3 marketer, you can tell the story. You know exactly how to get people to take action. Well, you're very invaluable. You can see in most companies, the highest paid people are the salespeople. The reason being is because they directly impact the bottom line. And that's what marketers do. If you can get people to act, spend their money, they can mobilize and do things, very valuable. Now, again, same thing. Niching down, branding yourself as the Web3 marketer will help you to stand out from all the other marketers in the game. Because trust me, there's a lot. Everybody that watches a YouTube video can call themselves a marketer. But if you're really good, you can get results and you know Web3 opens the door for you to come in. And I know I said five, but I'm gonna throw a bonus one out there is a content creator. Of course, that is exactly what I do. I'm over here on podcasting, doing various things on Twitter, on social media, doing emails and all sorts of different things. However, you'd be surprised as to how much the door opens up with that, especially during the bull market. I had publicists and PR people that were reaching out to me, trying to get onto the show of various companies, founders. It was actually pretty crazy. And at that time, I don't even think I had a hundred episodes as yet. Um, barely had anyone listening to the show and it was absolutely ridiculous. And mind you, I still don't have the massive platform as you know some of these people that have millions of followers and just, just hundreds of thousands of reviews and downloads. It's just pretty crazy. However, as a content creator that's specifying in Web3, doesn't matter if you're on TikTok, Instagram, you're doing videos, podcasts, really, it doesn't matter. You could be written format, whatever thing you do naturally you enjoy, you might find the need for that because again, these teams are too busy building to actually create content. Recently, I put out a few episodes about that saying teams need to put out content, but guess what? The majority of them still aren't going to do that. However, if you are a content creator and you can actually reach out to some of them and say, hey, you know what? Check this out. This is what I'm actually planning to do. And that is actually what I'm doing right now. Just throwing this out there for you that are listening. And I invite you to do the same. I mean, there is enough to go around. This pot is pretty big. Offering content as a service for various people or for various projects, I should say. And that's something I'm testing out right now. So if you happen to be a technical founder that is building things out and you just don't have time to create content, well, just reach out to me. Send me a DM, shoot me an email. 
I'm doing a test run, basically. And if this is something that is aligned that you might need for your particular project, this is not me shilling your project or getting people to be interested in it. But what I mean by content as a service is, let's just say you have a lot of developments that are coming out, you have announcements, you have Twitter spaces and all this stuff. Well, how are you going to turn that into content? Well, that's where I could come in. My voice is not gonna be associated with it. I'm not gonna be in it whatsoever. But what I am doing is taking the information, all the raw material that you do have to help you to create content, And that's something I'm going to test out over the next month. If that's something that you're interested in, you have something that you're working on, please feel free to reach out to me, shoot me a DM or an email. But either way, regardless of what you are doing, as I said, you could be an event planner, you could be a graphic designer, a business developer, legal services, accountant, marketing, it doesn't matter. There is a niche and a need for you in every single area within Web3. So you can take what you're already doing, what you're just naturally gifted at, what you do well, and just adopt that and apply that directly to Web3. So with that said, hopefully that is encouragement to you if you're trying to get into Web3 and you're not necessarily the one who can whip up some smart contracts overnight, but you really wanna get in, just explore some of those areas. Maybe I touched on something that is already your strength, and you'd be surprised to know once you niche down how quickly you could be the best in category. Hope you find that interesting. But as I said, if you are someone who has a team that you're working on something right and toying with the idea of how to create content of all the announcements and technical stuff that you do have, just reach out to me. But either way, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.